Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, the About Last Night show is back. Yes. All right. God, fuck, that was loud. <laughs> yeah, it was. Someone just swerved their car <laughs> into a certain divider. <laughs> You're going to get a nasty tweet about that. Oh, Thanks, asshole. God. I was not expecting it. Uh, we are the, back. Start the new year off with a bang. Yeah. Hopefully, you had a wonderful and safe holiday season. We are sorry that we were gone. Thanks for uh, being PC so right long. there. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, holiday season. Yeah, some people. It's some people. It takes a lot out of them to to say the holiday. Where where I saw on some TV show might have been like the Today Show. They were, at the very end of it, they're like, "And blah blah blah, and see you later, and have a happy holiday." And you could tell that the person saying it was like, "Fucking Jews, thanks for making us." <laughs> like there was just this undertone of like, "And here's what you fucking wanted, you fucking Hebrew bastards." Now, d- d- does it make me a racist? Which, if I say that, it probably dude, does. Dude, so uh, I was just gonna say, does it, does, <laughs> does it make me a racist if? I, if yes. Now, do I hate gay people if I? Yeah, you do, man. For yeah. just starting that. Sentence. All right, I'm gonna say it anyway. Then, even though I'm, it's gonna <laughs> confirm me as a racist, probably. Uh, I almost get offended when they throw in Kwanzaa. Because yeah, I know. When, when, when they go happy, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa for the one yeah, and, guy that and celebrates happy Kwanzaa. it. Either include it as a part of the thing, yeah, or 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 put it second and put Hanukkah last because right. Hanukkah and Christmas have been a package deal for a while. Sure, right? Kwanzaa is slowly Kwanzaa's like you know the Toronto Raptors still trying to be like, hey man, we're in <laughs> the NBA, we're in the NBA, aren't yeah. we? Well, come on, we're here. Hey, come on, people come these games. We used to have Chris Bosh. Remember Chris Bosh? <laughs> Remember Vince Carter? Yeah, dude, we, we do. Yeah, we had, we had like seriously legitimate players. And I like fine. that. I, I like that. I picked the two black guys too. because <laughs> uh, well, the Raptors are the most white people at any sure, NBA team. Sure, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of fine Kwanzaa with Kwanzaa. Is the Toronto Raptors? Yeah, no Christmas. Uh, no, yeah. So Merry Christmas. How was, how was your New Year's? New Year's was great. Uh, I had a great time. Th- thank you for any uh, listeners from Columbia, Missouri, where I was playing at Deja Vu Comedy Club. And uh, as a listener, you might be thinking, ah, Columbia, Missouri, that sounds like the middle of nowhere. That's Deja Vu, that might be a strip club. It is, in <laughs> Seattle, Washington. First one I went to when I was 18 years old. Go ahead, Brad. Damn right. Pete peeking at Adam's childhood right <laughs> First there. First time I saw boobs. <laughs> that weren't my mom's. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You're humiliating. Uh, so uh, Columbia, Missouri is where the University of Missouri is. Big party town. It's big party town. Uh, so basically every show I, I did was uh, nothing but 18 to 25-year-old beautiful people. Wow. It was amazing. And uh, the, the, the whole Deja Vu building, it's the perfect setup for a comedian because you have the, the, the comedy club is upstairs. And then immediately downstairs is a nightclub, bar, you know, uh, full nightclub, DJ dancing with nothing but hot, young, single people. And as a comic, it's perfect because after you do a show, you, you know, you meet people. You're like, well, what should we do? And, and oftentimes people say, well, there's this great bar like eight miles away. Yeah, if you just want to hop in my car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you want to go on a journey with a dude you never met and a possible meth problem, then for sure, dude, we can have a great time yeah, tonight. Let's go to this bar, you know, uh, rape. <laughs> 
maybe in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, whatever. By the way, do you mind if I do coke off your forehead? <laughs> I know we just met, but it seems like a great place to do it. Yeah, so that happens. And oftentimes I turn people down when they say that because I don't want to hop in a strange person's also, car. Also, let's be honest. Um, comedians do get hit up to party afterwards. But sure. um, not many dwarf comics. People want to party with you all the time. Yeah. Because they want to fucking take you out. They want to be responsible for bringing you anywhere. Uh, and yeah. also, you're a fun dude, so I'm not like saying it's only that reason. Sure. But people, well, it, okay, you, you know those new commercials for the Taco Bell game day XL yes. pack when they're like, "Don't bring cheese and crackers to the party. Bring the new Taco Bell XL pack because yeah. that's how you make an impression. You want to make an impression at a party? Show up with a midget. You show up with a midget yeah, at a party. Yeah. All right, party. Guess fit, what? You cheese win. and crackers are a okay at that point. <laughs> if you come in with a midget and six packs of handy snacks, everybody. <laughs> Everybody is. I think that almost seems appropriate. Yeah, I think that's what Handy Snacks needs to do for their next commercial. Absolutely. Are Handy Snacks not enough for your Super Bowl Bowl party? (laughs) How about Handy Snacks and a dwarf? There you go. How about a dwarf making Handy Snacks? There you go. You will scoop the cheese for them. Sure. Wow, we might have to shoot that. Submit it to Super Bowl commercials. I I fully agree. That's way better than your average Bud Light ad. Oh, God. All the Bud Light ads, it's all the same now. Well, except for the one that I was in that actually had a bunch of dwarfs in it. That was a that was a winner. Whoa, what was that? Oh, uh this was about 3 or 4 years ago. Uh it actually it aired at halftime of uh of the Super Bowl. And uh it was an ad where a guy comes in with his uh he's having like a dinner party or something and the guests come up and say, "Wow, we really like the new house and uh those uh those lawn gnomes outside. Those are great." And the uh, owner of the house goes, "Lawn gnomes?" What lawn gnomes? And then we wow. all spring to life and Edgy. go, get the Bud Light! And we run in and we grab all the Bud Light That's and then we take genius. off. genius. Which, you, you <clears throat> they see They should be that. replaying that every year. You, you would think, right? Uh, uh, please, Bud Light, I could, I could use the paychecks. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> as uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, Deja Vu in Missouri isn't paying 70 grand <laughs> for a weekend. You know, you'd think they would, <clears throat> but no. Uh, but it was great. And that's, that was essentially... SEAL Team 6 before SEAL Team 6 became popular. Yeah. You know, just midgets dressed up as lawn gnomes getting Bud Light. Just saying, I think we could have taken out Bin Laden a little quicker if, if, if we just wow. if, if we just use SEAL Team Midget. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh, we Dick. appreciate you guys for uh, remaining uh, subscribed. We actually recorded two shows over the break. Yeah. We tried. And I have confirmation. They're, yeah. They're not coming back. Oh, they're not coming back? No. So, Adam, uh, uh, what, what happened to your computer when we stored? It crashed. It big crashed. Time. But you know what? Let this uh, serve as a lesson to all of us that you got to back your shit up. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you, you know, and I, I guess I'm just thankful that we didn't have more shows on my computer. Sure. Because these shows were great. Um, one of them was the first time I had gotten high in two months. Oh. And, uh, and a lot of incredible things were said. Oh, man. And that was also done at like 2 in the morning yeah. in Seattle. With, after a uh, weekend of shows and a football game. And, and, and let's give the guy who <clears throat> was Big Jay Hollingsworth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Irish Big Jay Hollingsworth was, was a great guest. Jay, we apologize. We, we lost the show. Yeah, we lost the show. We'll do it again, man. Uh, absolutely. We'll be back. We'll do it again. And uh, The other one was a show we did at Comedy Juice at the uh, Hollywood Improv, which we're now going to be uh, February 13th, Wednesday at 10 o'clock. We'll be recording uh, live there. So um, come, sure. to, come to that show. Yeah, and uh, that was a great time because you, you and I both went up to Seattle to do the to do the parlor live up there. <clears throat> yep. your, your hometown, my hometown, my home club, and uh, my home th- football team. Yeah, not only did we have a great time, but doing the shows with the incredible audiences that are that are up in Seattle, but we also got a chance. I uh, I stayed an extra day 
and uh, we went to. As actually, th- th- this was your Christmas gift to me, yes, right? Yes. You gave me tickets, and we well, my went... Kwanzaa gift, right? Yeah, let's be specific <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, and we and we went to the Seahawk Forty uh, Nine er game, which was unbelievable, unreal, a uh, great game. Uh, Seahawks blew them out, which I'm now like my number one team is the Broncos. But after going to that stadium, yeah. Holy shit, is that stadium loud. Yeah, because, you know, guess what? And I don't take offense to this, that just because you're friends with me and you know that's my team, sure. you would jump on the bandwagon because they're playing well. They are. You needed a little something extra. You couldn't just hear me going, aren't they great, and have that do it for you. You no. needed to see some live proof. Absolutely. going to that stadium, there's no better proof or for, justification and, that they're incredible. And for people that don't have never been to the stadium, here's the thing about the Seattle Stadium. Not only is it passionate, crazy-ass fans, uh, but it's also the stadium is designed so well that it just enhances the noise. You and I were sitting right next to each other. Yeah. And we would be screaming at each other to try to be like, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, couldn't and hear you each other. you can't hear. Yeah. The dude is two feet from you. I probably blew out several eardrums, but it's worth it because you're just going back Oh, yeah. Hugging insane. and high-fiving so many strangers. I mean, at one point, yeah. I just want to put you on my shoulders and just fucking <laughs> dance around. Sure. So happy. I mean, and, and, and just speaking of that, in, in general, the, the Seahawks are doing great for you. Brother. It is loud, though. Isn't that stadium incredible? It's loud. Oh. I, I, and I want to make this claim right now because uh, I listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, mm-hmm. and he made some pretty hefty claims. Yes, he that, did. That they are, that the stadium is engineered to put loud noises in there. Yeah. As if, like, assuming that Bill Gates maybe has some fucking, like, you know, garage band app where he's blasting crowd noise through the speakers or something. Sure. Bill, Bill Burr, I would like to take this moment right now to say you are one of my favorite comedians on the planet, <laughs> but you are wrong on this one, sir. You are wrong. The stadium is you loud. You nothing. The sta- Good day, sir. The stadium is loud <laughs> as fuck because we are a passionate, sad city <laughs> that has lost franchises that that's that's biggest claim to fame right now is a fucking women's basketball team. And again, not to discount the WNBA, but people try to make me feel better about losing the Sonics by telling me we have the storm. And that's a bullshit way to console somebody by reminding me about something that I'm not into. It's like if my car got towed and you were like, hey, man, sucks about your car. At least Trader Joe still sells vegan meatloaf. Fuck you, man. I don't eat vegan anything. And what about my car? Point being, Bill Burr, I love you. I would love you to come on this podcast sure. and talk to Brad and I about sports, comedy, love, Absolutely. religion. <laughs> the first time you lost your virginity to Susu Studio. Maybe, that, maybe I'm talking about you. Maybe I'm talking about me. Either way, <laughs> we those. want you in studio to chat because Seattle is a fucking passionate city about sports. Absolutely. And guess what, Brad? I was telling him. Uh, I was telling Brad this on the way to the stadium. People were that loud and excited 10 years ago, man. Sure. Before the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Because football, whatever, man, it, things lined up that the fans in Seattle have gotten behind a football team and they go nuts for it. They're not that way with the Mariners. They were when it was fucking, we were, you know, yeah, getting hot. Griffey and all, and, but, and all yeah. those guys. But now we have something to actually scream for. And sure. it's incredible. And we scream on every play. That's why it's so loud all the time. Yeah. It's, um, it's just pretty much standard. Now, again, I'm saying this knowing nothing about engineering, So, <laughs> but I'm assuming, Bill Burr, I'm assuming you don't have some giant background in, in the field of, of pumping crowd noise in the stadiums, but maybe you do, and this, and this will be a great talking point. So, so come on the podcast <laughs> at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad. Yeah, and, uh, and, and our fans that are listening, please reach out to Bill Burr and say, hey, you should go on the About Last Night show and uh, talk to them about Talk about the Seahawks, man. Talk about the Seahawks. And, uh, and, and we, we promise we'll go into topics that are not just the Seattle Seahawks, but we also got to talk about the fact that you were at my house yesterday yeah. and, and watched the game. 
and uh, where the Seahawks uh, totally beat up on the Washington Redskins, yeah. which was exciting as shit. Incredible. By the way, best weekend I've had in a long time staying at Brad Williams' condo. Yeah, we had a, we had, we had a bromance weekend. Yeah. I was headlining the Bray Improv, my hometown. We went from uh, Adam's hometown to my hometown, and uh, incredible shows. Shows were packed, incredible. Great crowds every night, I, which is always weird when – I'm doing shows in my hometown. I love it, but it's like I run into high school pe- – not just high school people, but, like, teachers. Oh, yeah. You had like te- you had a, a, a science teacher, and then yeah. there was a, um, somebody who taught um, – who was the guy with the goatee and the – He was – He's the... like a white Samuel L. Jackson. He had, like, the, <laughs> the, the sideways fedora hat and the goatee and the glasses and the leather jacket. That I was, was like... the world-famous Tiburcio Garcia. Yeah. Uh, that's his name. And, He's like, uh, there's no motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking <laughs> comedy club. That's a pretty good Sam Jackson. Yeah, he was, uh, he, he was the director of our ASB. There uh, it is. Uh, and he, he said uh, you were heavily involved. Yeah. Uh, well, because they needed to do skits a lot, and uh, there was nothing funnier than just the fact Jesus. that I would do anything. I, like, and I'd provide ideas because my high school was very like, academically driven, so we had a bunch of Asians, and they don't like the whole like, performing no, thing. unless it's breakdancing <laughs> in the middle of the cafeteria <laughs> Sure. <laughs> after lunch is over and there's still food everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean granted, and you might uh, argue me like, but Brad, there's always at least one Asian dude in Step Up 3D. Yes, there is, but that's just because they don't want to get sued, okay? So uh, overall – not exactly the best skits. So they so they would just come to me and say, Brad, what do you want to do? And constantly I would be uh, – there was one skit where I jumped through a, a, a table a la uh, wrestling. Great. That was fun. And there was a rumor going around my high school that I was addicted to cocaine. And just about everyone – Yeah. And just about everyone knew the rumor. How does that rumor even get started? Because I'm hyper as shit. <laughs> you are, but I feel like you're pretty tame. Uh, Back in the day, you were – Yeah. I was crazy. Now, I, I even was – Even more hyper. Yeah. Okay. And – Pretty much every kid knew in the school knew that rumor. Dick, would you ever peg Brad to have a cocaine problem? No. <laughs> By the way, we haven't introduced, but welcome and happy new year to Dick. Yeah, our sound guy. Right here. Guys, happy yeah. new year. Happy new year, there man. You go. Would you ever – would coke problem be the – where would that be on the list of things to go? Brad Williams has a <laughs> fill in the blank. I wouldn't think if that. If you were playing a Brad Williams Mad Libs, would you ever <laughs> – and it was Brad Williams has a would – you, would, you, would you put in, you know, um, big dick or uh, giant ass or, um, you know, tiny fingers? Or would it be uh, Coke problem? Coke problem. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be on that list at all, would it? No, it wouldn't. Yeah. I, I, it seems like your head would just blow up. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah. Like you would just – Yeah. Coke, and, yeah. I, I, I have a tiny little heart. Probably couldn't take it, you know. So, uh, but that, but that was the rumor. So, for one of the skits, I dove into a radio flyer wagon filled with powdered powdered sugar. Just Wait a minute, piled high Wait with powdered minute. sugar. Now the rumor was already like out there. Yes, and Brad's addicted to cocaine. So you were like, "Hey, this will be. I'll play into the rumor." Or yes, I was. I, I was. Absolutely. And did you get up and just ah, yeah, uh, go <laughs> go Fullerton fucking <laughs> tomahawk dragon? We're, we're the lancers, but whatever. <laughs> The Lancers? Yeah, the Lancers. What, are, what is a Lancer? We really the Tomahawk lo- Nugget Fucks, whatever I just said, <laughs> is a much better name than the Lancers. I don't even know what the... We're the Sunny Hills High School Lancers, which sounds like we're just really big sync fans. You know, like, we the love Lance. Lance. Ba- the Lance Woo-hoo! Bassers, but, the Lance, but Lance Bassers was the rival school, so you had to be the Lancers. <laughs> but uh, what a Lancer is, it's supposed to be a knight that has a lance. Sounds like the, the, one know? of the reindeers on Santa's sleigh that, didn't, that got cut. <laughs> On Lancer. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, you can sit this on one Dasher, out. Yeah, on Dasher. Yeah. On Dancer. On Prancer. On Lancer. Lancer. Lan- Stop doing cocaine, Lancer. 
Because <laughs> we all start doing cocaine with the elves. Because we all do cocaine. All right. So uh, you get out of this wagon. Yeah, and I'm, face I'm covered in white powder. Covered in white powder, and it's all over my body. People laughing, or people are rolling, laughing. And all and all the teachers are like, "Okay, that's pretty funny, but it's not that." Because guess what? If you do have a coke problem, now the fact that you are. Coming out and saying, yes, I do, and to prove it, I'm going to fucking <laughs> jump in a wagon full of coke in front of the student body. Everyone's like, fuck yeah, this bitch is awesome. And that's He's how, doing it in front of the whole staff. Yeah, that's how I got laid on prom night. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. That sounds like the fucking children's book you should write. Uh, that's how I got laid on prom night. <laughs> Jumping in a wagon full of coke by Brad. Well, actually, that's the follow-up. Jumping in a wagon full of coke by Brad Williams. That's the name of my next comedy album. <laughs> Jumping in a wagon full of coke. The sequel to That's How I Got Laid on Prom Night. Both of them are two pages long because the stories go together. Fifty Shades of Grey, go fuck yourself. That's it. That that's what we're bringing to the table. So uh, jumping into a wagon full of coke. That actually is a great title. Oh right. my god! So uh, we were hanging out all weekend at my house. You you just stay there because you don't want to make the drive from Hollywood to Bray every night. No. So and pretty much every night we had people over. We, we had drank uh, too much. plenty of drinks. Uh, and also a uh, big shout out to our sponsors on uh, Friday night. The Slide Bar threw us threw us a hell of an after party. Hell of an after party. Slide Bar is amazing. It's on Harbor Boulevard in downtown Fullerton. They got uh, crazy drinks, great food, amazing food by the way. Get the onion rings. And uh, I'm there all the time because it's across the street from my house. They gave an absolute killer after party. There were people dancing. Uh, I got up on the bar. I started doing the worm. And uh, yeah. that, that's always a good sign. Yeah. And, and you know what that means. Anytime a dwarf does the worm on the top of a bar after 10 o'clock, <laughs> free shots for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rule of thumb. Yeah. That is the rule of thumb. So uh, big ups to Slide Bar. If you're ever in Fullerton or, or Southern California area, Avoid the, the lines and the overpriced shit of, of Hollywood. Come down to Fullerton, <coughs> California. Go to the Slide Bar. Tell them the About Last Night podcast sent you and uh, just have a great time. So big ups to them. But, uh, now, speaking of the podcast and, yeah. and, great, uh, and great nights and great fun, <laughs> we, we are uh, in the uh, makings of finally making an original theme song for this okay. show. Okay. And uh, that we will be recording in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I know that... Um, you know, I uh, have a little bit of a, of a musical background, and um, and uh, so doing the song will be great. But I wanted to um, play real quick a little bit of a song that actually um, coincides with this weekend because I did drink too much, and uh, <laughs> and maybe I puked, and maybe I coughed, and maybe I farted, and maybe I did it all at the same time. All right. Here's a song I wrote in college, Brad, that I think maybe could be the theme song for this podcast if the original doesn't work out. All right. Like 250 pizzas. Yeah, right. All right, whatever. It's late. 2.30 in the morning. I got to go to bed. You eat all this, you're going to be feeling it tomorrow. <laughs> Good night, dude. Went to bed with a stomach full of shit. Good line. I'd eaten ten slices of pizza in a minute. Drank five Gatorades, a root beer, and some coffee. Sounds Let about me right. tell you, son, mixing them ain't right. Because now my chest is burning. My insides kind of turning. Should have never taken that dare so late at night. I pooped the bed, then hit my head and blacked out on the floor. Holy shit, man, yeah. It's embarrassing for sure. Looks like I cough-farted and puked all over myself. All right. Cough-farted and puked all over myself. Whoa, cough-farted and puked all over myself. Myself. And it smells 
There you go. We can. Uh, yeah, you can end it. Now. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. They say that could be the anthem for any weekend. They say the greatest uh, musicians are coming out of Seattle, like Pearl Jam and Nirvana. I say, go fuck yourself, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Adam Ray, wow. and his musical talents wow. of cough, fart, and puke <laughs> at the same time, which is something where I think. If you ever do that as a man, you just have to go out and get a lottery ticket because that's your lucky fucking yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those three, those three sounds and feelings don't usually happen. At the same. <laughs> that actually happened because a buddy of mine in college who I was living with mm-hmm. uh, was just hammered, and uh, he coughed, uh, yep. and then his cough turned into a little bit of puke, yep. and he puked on the coffee table, and then just goes, oh, and I farted <laughs> after he puked, and I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. And I was just like, and then we started talking about how doing all three at once is pretty incredible. So yeah, well, and then it just spawned the song of like, you know, those weekends or nights when you just eat, drink, and yeah. everything is just too much. Sure. You, you know. Well, great inspiration often comes uh, from drinking. That's what we <laughs> at the About Last Night promoting? show have always said. Uh, you know, great drinks you can find at Slide Bar, uh, and uh, that was no different this weekend because while we were both drunk. Uh, yeah. Find that song on YouTube, by the way, on my YouTube page at uh, oh. Adam Ray Twenty Four. But also, we, we, we have to take a break. Is before, that what you're saying? But you got to find. But the, the other video that okay. you got to find on my YouTube page is one I just posted called "Hilarious Dwarf Dances Gangnam Style." Because while we were fucked up, Brad <laughs> Williams did a minute and a half long interpretive, impromptu <laughs> dance to the Gangnam Style MC Hammer remix song. It might yes. be one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was stoned, I was drunk, and I'm laughing my ass off as he dances. And it literally is something that you can watch over and over again because it's only a minute and a half. And guess what? Brad's dance moves are incredible. <laughs> That's the, Part of me is laughing because it's so ridiculous to watch him dance. But sure. then I'm laughing because I'm so – I can't believe that he's as good as he is. Well, thank you. And uh, we will discuss this – Yeah, when we come back. More and we'll come back on the About Last Night show. about how our government is run do you want a better life for you and your family isn't it time for america to return to the greatness it once was are you ready to bring america back to the people well there's a new social media website that allows all of america's voices to be heard votepedia which stands for voice of the electorate is a nonpartisan geopolitical social network votepedia is on a mission to create a nationally accepted nonpartisan social network for debate discussion and opinions of every american Using 21st century technology, Votepedia is striving to return the government to the way our forefathers envisioned America, of the people, by the people, for the people. Votepedia is the new voice and platform for all Americans. To register and have your voice be heard, go to www.votepedia.com. That's votepedia.com. If you're tired of the same old story from Washington and want to do something about it, go to votepedia.com. Votepedia. For the people, by the people. Buckstar here, Greg Sites, whatever my name is, Greg Buckstar Sites, CEO of GoCast Network. And I'm Gary Garver, formerly of, oh, I don't even want to mention that asshole's name, uh, from the GoCast Network, program director of the GoCast Network. Weren't you on Journey? Yeah, that was it. Sammy Hagar, they say. Sammy Hagar. (laughs) And you know what? We got some sick new technology. You can check us out with Viddy. What the, what the hell's Viddy, Greg? I have no idea what that is. Viddy is Instagram, Twitter combined for a great 15-second video experience where you'll see awesome clips and fun stuff. Wow, I can't wait to check that out. Where do we go? Viddy. 
Dot com? I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're back on the GoCast Network. Listen. Because <laughs> I ate too much fucking pizza. It's a yeah. Sweet Home Alabama riff. There's a lot of shit. Oh, it is. Listen to this part, ready? Like nine harmonies. Turn it up, nice. Nice crochet, though. Holy crap. That sounds like a Matchbox 20 song. <laughs> Rob Thomas, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was uh, Adam Ray with Cough, Fart, and Puked. Uh, oh my god, you just sounded like the most upset radio DJ of all time. <laughs> that. Uh, fuck. Uh, that. Uh, here we are on my last show probably ever. That was uh, Adam Ray right. with Cough Hard and Puke. Cough Hard and Puke. <laughs> what, you said that? I gotta have to go. I'm gonna have to listen. Dude, I don't listen to our shows much, but I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this moment now just to hear that raw fucking honesty. And oh, that was. Uh, was Adam with cough, farted, and puked. Cough, uh, farted, and puked. I've been doing this radio thing for 20 years. Dude, son, that's funny, son man. Of a Justin Bieber. What are you looking for? Oh, no, he, he's looking for our video. Oh, do, uh, go to my YouTube page. Or do, <clears throat> or do Dwarf Gangnam Style. Because you typed in midget. We did. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Well, good to know that there's a differentiation on uh, I think there is. YouTube. Uh, is it? Dwarf Gangnam Style. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's not us. There better not be another one. There it is. Wait, there it is. Fuck yeah. All right, let's play this thing. This is... Well, you can hear a little bit. I mean... Yeah. You must just hear Adam Stone commentary. Oh, God, Which yes. some people have said they've enjoyed just as much as your dancing. Absolutely. <laughs> let's hear Dick's... <laughs> Dick, put your face into that mic so we can hear your honest reaction. <laughs> Watch this. Brad breaks it down. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer all of a sudden. Very nice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I do the hammer move. <laughs> now here comes the Gangnam style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Wow. Listen how fucked up I am on a thing. Look at this. This should be in your act, man. Yeah, I, that's what I, he said. This is his new closer. For yeah, sure. this is good. I'm going to organize and make this my new closer. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Look at him. He stops him. legit. Look at him. He's fucking. He's signing everything. I'm signing too legit to quit back yeah. in the 90s. Then I start doing some actual camera work. Little, like, zoom in there. Really, really good. Yeah, it's good. All right, don't let's let's, let's leave something to be desired. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, that was me. Uh, Type in hilarious dwarf dances Gangnam style, and you will only get the Brad Williams. Yeah. Fucking breaking it down <laughs> the only way he knows how. Well, well it's mean, gonna be a gif. Do you know what I mean? It a looks lot of like people, a gif. Yo, I mean, yeah. it, it really is. <clears throat> I don't see why. I mean, that Gangnam style video, the original. Has sure. one billion seven hundred and seventy-two million, Jeez. some some odd whatever thousand. So the fact that Gang Style I think is not yet completely like out of, as far as people being like, oh yeah, that's a popular thing. I feel mm-hmm. like, and there's nothing else like that right now. And your moves are ridiculous, <laughs> and it's a hammer combo. There you go. And it's also one of those we were talking to because I was like, maybe I should do a little like, you know, introduction before it and. Uh, 
and give like a, oh, we were hanging out and this is, but it's like the, the best videos and the ones that go viral, the ones that just seem like they were caught they're just right before it happened. Right. The babies start doing something crazy, so they pull the camera out. Sure. You know, or the dog was barking like a cat or something, you know. <laughs> um, there was a video that somebody showed me of a cat barking like a dog. <laughs> and it's okay. barking out the window. And then the guy goes, hey, to the cat. And the cat turns around and literally like was like, roof, roof. And then turns around and goes, oh, uh, meow. <laughs> like, as if, they, like as if he caught it. And he was like, oh, I mean, uh, meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, yeah. That. That's what I normally do. Yeah. But so that so that's that's what we did during our epic bromance weekend yeah, while you were staying at my house. And uh like I said, had a great time. Uh watched watch the Seahawks beat uh, beat upon the Redskins. But I was horrified when they when they, the R G three knee injury. Yeah, that happened. was nuts. And and every sports show has been debating whether or not it was a, a smart decision to leave him in. Sure. He you know, he obviously said to the uh coach Shanahan, uh, you know, I, I keep me in, I'm I'm gonna play and you know, yeah, maybe an injured R G three is better than a backup who who hasn't played much. Right, he did pretty much nothing but for him. But you're putting his career on the line. He, dude, when the guy's limping towards the sideline and NFL players who hit people like at the speeds of like 80, 90 yeah, mile, yeah, mile just like a car, car collision, yeah, I don't know why you would. That, that, eh, I could never be. Obviously, I'm four foot four. I can never be a football player. Well, yeah, for but, other reasons. Uh, yeah, just, just that, that kind of violence. But the, the thing that always is weird to me is that. Every now and then, they'll have those uh, microphones on, on the field, yeah. and some player will get hit, or like they'll be talking trash, and the microphone will pick them up, being like, yeah, fuck yeah! yeah. Or like, I fucking knocked you out! Or they'll, oh, yeah. they'll catch an F-bomb. Oh, dude, the best, I saw one, one Kevin Garnett in an NBA game was walking mm-hmm. down court, and in slow-mo, he's walking, and they're going to commercial break, and in slow-mo, Kevin Garnett's m- uh, uh, mouthing, yeah, suck my motherfucking dick, motherfuckers! <laughs> and they, for whatever reason, the cameras showed that slow-mo clip. <laughs> To cut to commercial, and you can clearly read his lips going, suck my dick, motherfuckers. And the announcer goes, and KG says, come on, team. <laughs> and I'm like, he did definitely not say that. That's great. Anyway. That, that's great with the cover-ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when, whenever that happens, they most of the, the time, they catch the audio. It comes back to the announcers, and they're like, uh, we would like to apologize for uh, the, the, no. the, the terrible – just oh. terrible language. How could he ever? How could he? How could he in say in front of God and all these people? Oh my God, it's terrible. But th- so then they apologize for the language. But then when like RG three, while trying to get a fumble recovery, his knee bends ninety degrees in the wrong fucking direction. They're like, oh, and right here, you can see where yeah. obviously ligaments are Dude, being shattered. Nineteen different angles on the. They might as well have done like some sort of like zoom in animation of like, and here's right where the knee shatters into a million pieces, just like Mikey TV from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> right. So it's like, okay, right here is where his knee bends. And as you can see, the knee explodes. He's never going to play again. Oh, yeah. It's a tragedy. <clears throat> but uh, while his knee was exploding, he, he mouthed the word son of a bitch. And we, we would like to apologize. Oh, did they do that? Well, but oh you, yeah, you, no, you assume yeah, it's course. like well, because that's the kind of stuff that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just I don't. know. Well, I'm glad he's okay, and I'm I'm, I'm even more glad that we won because now sure. we're going to go to Atlanta, and we're hot. We're one of those teams that's just getting hot at the right moment, and um, more and more people are starting to see that. You don't win six in a row, yeah, by just by coincidence. You Absolutely, know? and that and that and that's why you know with my Denver Broncos having <laughs> won eleven in a row, that you know we're, we're oh yeah, and we've already said this if. Broncos and Seahawks, you know, or just one of them go to the Super Bowl. We're going. we're going, and we're doing a podcast live from the middle of the field during the game. <laughs> we, <laughs> Be- we, guess we what? will be streaking. We will be streaking. We will be holding our iPhones. Holy shit. Wait a minute, Brad. What's up? If we go yeah. and you streak naked, yeah. 
across the field with with about last night written oh, podcast written oh, on my chest. Oh my! Oh, God. I think that's gonna happen. Wow! Not only will that be the highest viewed viral video in the history of the planet, <laughs> but that will get you arrested and probably a nickname like Tiny Baby Ass Rape. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping for Thundercock, but whatever. <laughs> Whatever, tiny baby ass rape, um, that works as well. Speaking of, speaking of babies, um, <laughs> I, and that's if I could great, get a segue. Great segue, Adam Ray. No, um, over, and I have a lot of uh, friends having uh, babies right now, and um, yeah. which is great. Um, and I've started to talk about this in my act. One thing I haven't really mentioned yet, um, just because we went through the holidays, one of my friend's wife uh, told their uh, five-year-old son mm-hmm. that Santa Claus isn't real. Okay. And I want to talk about this, because right. I think that's... Her whole point is that she doesn't want him to grow up with a false sense of reality. Okay. To which I said, okay, well, you crazy bitch. Like, <laughs> that's the best part about being a kid is not yeah. understanding how real shit is about to get. Right. Like, the responsibilities and, and, and stresses of being an adult and what the real world has to sure. offer. It's like, hey, kid, you're all innocent and happy. You should be depressed. There's famine and war and no, no Santa Claus and AIDS <laughs> and Justin that. Bieber. Oh, keep, all these things exist. Yeah, keep, you want your kid to believe in all sorts of fictional characters like Bigfoot, sure. Santa, Jesus. You want like all the characters. <laughs> you want all the famous ones to be. You know. But so, and here's what really got me pissed off is that she told him that uh, Santa's not real, but then that he was delivered by a stork. What? Yeah. That's where she draws the line? That's where she draws the line. Is it like the whole procreation thing? Like, I don't want him to know about... I was like, whoa, okay. That's... Now this is where I have to intervene and tell you, and this is what I told her. I go, look, if you're going to tell... Your, your fucking kid, that Santa isn't real and, and sure. that, you know, that, that, that it's a fictional character and that the presents are coming from you guys, yeah. uh, then you also got to tell him that he was made because mommy's a lightweight uh, <laughs> and after two boxes of Trader Joe's Pinot Grigio, she asked daddy to bend her over the futon after they watched, you know, fucking... Passion of the Christ on Blu-ray. <laughs> Nothing sets the mood like, like Passion that. of the Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Literally. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then uh, spe- while we're doing these shows, and I'm, you've got the same thing with Bray. High school sure. friends coming out. High school teachers. Um, yeah. I had a friend come out from my high school mm-hmm. who uh, she has since changed her name. But I want to give her a shout out. Her name in high school. And this just brings up the whole thing of... Everyone knows somebody with a name that's you're like, wow, is that really on your birth certificate, right. or are your does your do your parents just hate you? Sure, do they want to set you up for teasing? Do they want you to have some sort of obstacle to overcome? Yeah, this girl's name, no joke, first name Audrey. Okay, hey, great Fine. name, very Audrey. nice, nice, nice name. Sure, I'm, you think of Audrey, you think, oh, she's probably a, a very pleasant person. Absolutely. Uh, last name, Clitgard. Wait, what? Clitgard. <laughs> K K L I T. So not the uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's a little different spelling. Sure. Uh, G-A-R-D. Clitgard. That sounds like something that WNBA players have to wear. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something Old Spice is about to start sponsoring. This game brought to you by Clitgard. That's right, ladies. I'm Pat Summerall. And, uh, um, uh, that, you're doing Keith Jackson. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm uh, Matt Liner down for the photon and Sebastian. <laughs> Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. And... This game brought to you by Clitgard. The Trojans, <laughs> number one. The number one clit guard for all WNBA players. <laughs> Her last name is clit guard. Yeah, unbelievable, right? So she changed it, right? She changed it. I don't know what it is now. It's not clit. It's you know. It's probably like I don't know. Fucking Smith. 
Fun and fucking, I don't know. It's it's like it's, big tits McGillicuddy. Yeah, or like I don't know, I don't know <laughs> something pe- penis cover or something. Right, right, right. No, it's uh, and I'll, I just kept thinking to him, like God, what were the uh, like? That must have been the family name. Were the were the, sure. were the were the names limited at Ellis Island that day when her family showed up? <laughs> All right, uh, sir, it's going to be uh, you know Dick Sponge or uh, <laughs> or Clit Guard or Clit Guard <laughs> or or, uh, or or booby bags or was it something where they said. Well, uh, the original family name was Clit Garbowski, but we didn't want everyone to know we were Polish. So no, that's <laughs> hilarious. Clit so, Garbowski, who also, by the way, his brother plays for the Broncos. So, so, so we just went Clit with Clit Garbowski Gar- with the tackle. Now entering the game, Clit Garbowski. <laughs> Garbowski. So, we, so we just went with Clit Guard because that's way less. But isn't offensive. that nuts? So like of all the names I've ever heard, that is the one that always sticks out to me. Man. And then she came to the show, and I was like, you know, I can't, I can't remember what her last name is now, but man, Johnson. But unbelievable, right? I mean, sure that that, that she lived that she lived. Do you know people, that. Dick or Brad? Do you guys know people with na- last well, names that are? Well, I mean, Dick's got Dick. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Spinnerberg is my last name. Yeah, Dick. Dick Spinnerberg. Yeah, is that, that is that, that sounds like a sexual position? Spinnerberg. Yeah. <laughs> then they're like, oh well, well think, no, that that porno was great. Yo, when you pulled the Dick Spinnerberg. Oh yeah, on. dude. Clint Garbowski gave her the old Spinnerberg. <laughs> <laughs> that sound- is she alive still? <laughs> that sounds like the most awesome like law firm ever. Clint Garbowski <laughs> and Spinnerberg. Dick Spinnerberg. <laughs> Give me that lawyer. I want to go to jail just so they can get me out. <laughs> They'll get you out and get you off. Dick Spinnerberg and Clint Karbowski. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Wait, is Spinnerberg, like, is it, what, 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 what's the origin? German. I'm German and Scottish. German and Scottish. So my real first name is Steven, Steven Spinnerberg. Steven Spinnerberg. So, yeah, Richard is my middle name. That's Steven Spinnerberg sounds like a... An action hero that just didn't make it. <laughs> and, well, my whole life people would go, oh, you mean Steven Spielberg? And I'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm in a, you know, sure. Celica. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm Wait, Steven Spielberg. Now, why'd you change it to Dick? Uh, in radio, I was using Steven. I was using Steve. I hate being called Steven. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the radio station I worked at already had a DJ using the fake name Steve. So they go, we want you to come up with something wild, like Rock and Ron. <laughs> And, I, and just out of wild. spite. Who was the asshole that said something wild and crazy like rock and run? Because anytime <laughs> yeah, someone hears that name, they know that a party's about to get going. That, that's what the kids like. Yeah, rock, rock and, run. and run. He goes, he, like, or Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, we could call you Stoney. Jesus, what are you, a fucking baseball player from the 40s? His Stonewall was, Jackson. His name was Peter DeLauro in Lexington, Kentucky. And anyway, he goes, uh, just out of spite, I go, I, I spit out the most obnoxious name I could think of. And I go, just to show him how upset I was with this. Right. And I go, how about Dangerous Dick? And he kind of leaned back in his chair and he went, yeah, I like it. <laughs> and he made me use it. And I was like, Yo, no, 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 I was just kidding. And he's like, no, you're using it. Oh, my God. That's so you were Dangerous 22 di- years later. Here's Dangerous Dick on the radio. We got stacks of tracks to play here on a Friday night. Have you, have you heard Dick, Dick? You did it when I was on your guys' show, Dick, yeah. the Dick and Darren podcast, which you subscribe and listen to because it's a great show. And, oh, it's, also, and it's also here on GoCast yep. Network. So there you go. Did, will you do what you did on that show for Brad? I don't think, I don't know if you saw Oh, heard. the big hot rocking, non-stopping, list talking, boss shocking, head knocking, finger popping, yanking, cranking, high specking, wham, bam, thank you, man. 50,000 watt blowtorch of rocking. I'm breaking the mic. Rock and roll <laughs> to move your soul. It is the Adam Ray and Brad Garrett. What? No, Brad Williams. Fuck you, Dick. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, you got Adam's right name yeah, right. I'm sorry. The dude. Adam Ray and Brad Garrett fuck will never be a show <laughs> <laughs> that will be on the air anytime soon. That would soon. be an extreme hey. show from the shortest co-host to the tallest. Hey, yeah. hey, 
Adam Ray. Uh, Adam Ray. Everybody loves Adam Ray. Everybody loves Ray Romano. (laughs) Wow. Brad Williams and Adam Ray do Brad Garrett and Ray Romano. (laughs) I love it. Hey, 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 Brad. Hey. Hi, hi, how you doing, Adam Ray? I'm, I'm just depressed because everybody loves you. Ah, right, well, you know, it's my show. Like, hey, man, you ever get married? Yeah, you know, uh, no. You ever get a wife and kids? <laughs> no, I, I don't get married because no one thinks Frankenstein is attractive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Man. Coming Friday. Ray Romano sounds like a retarded Kermit the Frog. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not doing him, him justice. Wait, what? I was almost like doing like a Norm Macdonald right moment. Hey, you're your kids here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, yeah. Kids and everything. That's terrible. That's our... I mean, hey, well, Samuel Jackson was better. <laughs> you tell me there's motherfucking midgets in a motherfucking comedy club? Damn right. <laughs> what, so Dick, Dick Spinnerberg? Yeah, I've got Dick some Spinnerberg. really bad news if you want to hear it. Uh-oh. Wait, you guys are in a good mood right now. You want to have your moods completely Wait, changed? What? What are you? Are doing? you serious? Yeah. What's happening? Huel Hauser died today. Huel Hauser yeah, from I, uh, I love Huel Hauser from what K O C E or that uh, is amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, well California Gold. Yeah, Cal- uh, California Gold. Now I only know who Huel Hauser is because I listen to the Adam Carolla podcast and they make fun of him all the time. Uh, Dana Gould does an amazing impression of him. Yeah. And uh, ba- basically, for those of you who don't know or haven't heard this guy, he would take a camera out to different locations in California. Now, California, you would think, oh, there's plenty to see in California, you know, between San Francisco, San Diego. Betty uh, White. San Angel- Be- Betty White. Like, there, th- there's landmarks aplenty. Yes. The, he would go to, like, a diner uh, on the grapevine on the way in between Los Angeles and San Francisco and with no script, not tell the diner he was coming, just walk in and start interviewing people and be like, well, this is amazing. You mean you guys put chocolate chips inside your pancakes? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Are you serious? Go do yourself Why have a I favor. never – have I – yeah, do yourself he, a favor. He does public broadcasting shows called California Gold yeah. and I've Visiting. Met, well, with you Huel guys Hauser. are from here, right? And yeah, but he's just really. The thing is, it's old people love it because there's no edits. They just turn the camera on and go. And he interviews people as. Yeah, that's they go. a great observation, by the way. Old people hate edits. <laughs> Well, it, and what they do is they show it's like being yeah, just there. Just do it in one shot already. Just get it all done in the same thing. Why do you got to stop and then start somewhere else? Just shoot it in the one spot. Go to the next spot. Keep it on. I'll follow you. I'm watching the damn thing for Christ's sake. Uh, most of the time, he's got his back to the camera too. It's really funny. Yo, can I be honest? And I don't want to discount uh, you guys' feelings towards sure. how uh, Hugh Hauser uh, for U-Haul, but. Uh, no, I mean, because I'm definitely going to check them out, and that sounds just off your explanation sounds like a really awesome. I'm being completely serious. No, it, but it, it, but I really thought you were going to so say, bad, like, somebody good. shot Barack Obama. or like, the way you, like, yeah, I was expecting some. <laughs> but that's me, though. I jumped to the fucking biggest, like, yeah, I have friends that you come were, up. You were, you were breaking yeah, in you were with, really, like, hey, guys, breaking news. Yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, Klitgard Spinnegerg coming in with a CNN news break. And only God Spinnerberg breaks, breaks podcast shows to come in with the most intense of news stories. Hewlett Packard has passed away. Uh, wait, no. Yeah. No, but cause, dude, and that's what I do, though. Like, anytime, like, I've run into friends from college I haven't seen, and if they go, dude, did you hear about Jesse? I immediately go, dude, he's dead? And they go, no, motherfucker, he got married. 
<laughs> this happened, I swear to God, like two years ago. And when I go, is he dead? And he goes, no, he's got married. And I go, he goes, why would you say that? I go, dude, I haven't seen or heard of him right. in four or five years. For sure, if you go, did you hear about him? Sure. I'm going to go, I'm going to think to the, the worst possible scenario. And then when I go... He's dead, and my buddy goes, no, he got married. And then he goes, same thing, though, right? <laughs> and I was like, this is, it. this is why we're not friends. <laughs> What's up, hacky McJoke fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well, well, let's take a moment of silence for... Let's take a for, break. Oh, we got to take a break, break. anyway. Yeah, take a break. Well, that's a long moment of silence, though. <laughs> and guess what? I don't know the guy that well to give him three minutes of fucking silence. But uh, we, we will take another quick break, and we'll come be in with back. more song? Yeah. And <laughs> we will be back with more about last night's show. Well, what are the odds? You're listening all to the Network. Are you tired about how our government is run? Do you want a better life for you and your family? Isn't it time for America to return to the greatness it once was? Are you ready to bring America back to the people? Well, there's a new social media website that allows all of America's voices to be heard. Votepedia, which stands for Voice of the Electorate, is a nonpartisan geopolitical social network. Votepedia is on a mission to create a nationally accepted nonpartisan social network for debate, discussion, and opinions of every American. Using 21st century technology, Votepedia is striving to return the government to the way our forefathers envisioned America of the people, by the people, for the people. Votepedia is the new voice and platform for all Americans. To register and have your voice be heard, Go to www.votepedia.com. That's votepedia.com. If you're tired of the same old story from Washington and want to do something about it, go to votepedia.com. Votepedia, for the people, by the people. Hey, guys, Fraser Smith here. You know, I have this podcast uh, at the John Lovitz Network, and I'm just really working off some of the money uh, that I owe John uh, for the three years that I opened for him on the road. Uh, you know, John has kind of a different system where you have to pay him to work with him. And uh, apparently I ran up quite a bill. So anyway, I'm doing this podcast. And uh, if you have any sponsorship ideas, please let me know because I have to pay John back. And this guy's a freak. It's got to be like we're back on the Bellcast Network. So how come me? I just don't see how this could have been. I eat my veggies and took my stones by the men. Can people buy this song on iTunes? Jesus hates me, but he was a Jew. I can't feel my legs. Someone tell me what to do. There you go. Yes, here we go. Ready? From yesterday. Did I really swallow a penny? Oh. Isn't the music good though? It is good. Like it's catchy. I do like it. Oh yeah, you can get that on iTunes. Once again, everybody, that is Caught Fart and Puke by the, the most recent release by Mr. Adam Ray. Oh, Adam Ray, whose movie comes out, The Heat, in oh, early April. Yeah, maybe I should take it off. Co-starring with Sandra Bullock and Liz McCarthy, he's now Caught Fart and Puke. Wait, can you, you know what, actually, that's actually, up the charts. That's a good reason to take it down, maybe. Because <laughs> I don't want, because with, uh, you know, all the videos and all that other shit, my, you know, stand-up, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if people find, because once I start, like, it's you know, fine. headlining and stuff, and people start yeah. pulling up, and they go, he's in the heat, but he's also got a new song coming out, Cough Hard and Puked All Over Myself. You might want to listen to it. Get on iTunes. Get on Stitcher. It's out there for you. Listen to it in the morning. Listen to it at night. Listen to it during the day. Listen to it even when you get the news that Fuel Houser died. I, 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 think, uh, I think that's making Dick feel better now that he's listened to Cough Hard and Puked. It's kind of... 
you know, it's kind of lessening the blow of the mighty Hulhauser learning that he's passed away. It hit me hard, man. <laughs> it did. You're talking. Like, I know, it really did. You're so. talking like your dad just died. Like, <laughs> oh no, I'd be much more upset. I'd have to get out of here if that happened. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I, I like how you just let that be really a real scenario for a moment. What my dad died? Well, my dad's went... like seventy-seven. Oh, oh I just saw him. Yeah, every time I see my parents, I'm like, "Is this going to be the last Dude, time?" Dude, we're all at that stage now, man. It yeah. sucks. Uh, okay, all right. Let's. Well, I'm really fun on the show. Let's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, death. Yeah, death. Hey, relative. And maybe we're dying. dying. Hey, dangerous dick. I think oh, two, 2013 turned into depressing dick. Holy yeah, shit! No kidding, right? Fucking. Uh, hey guys, I know we're having a good time, but uh, man, show killer ba- dick. Babies are dying every 15 seconds in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, I know this is a comedy podcast. Uh, did you know that my sister was drugged and raped last week? It's all right, continue. Yeah, but anyway, what were you saying about clowns and, and silly goats? <laughs> silly and cats that do- bark like dogs? Uh. Yeah, anyway, that's all great. Yeah, cats bark like dogs. Great. Well, guess what, man? AIDS is still a real fucking thing. And it's killing people in Darfur, and we ain't doing a thing about it, and there are too many midgets in this motherfucking comedy club. <laughs> Depressing dick strikes again. I think we have a new character on our I show, know, everyone. Wow, yeah. Wow. Depressing dicks just yeah. gonna chime in with Coming the- in from every commercial break, Dick comes in with a depressing statistic. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey guys, just so you know, I mean we, we know we've been having fun with this podcast, but in, in, in the one hour in the one hour that we've been laughing doing this podcast, uh the uh, Dixie Chicks broke up. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is just tragedy. Well, that, no, that's this actually great news. That's oh, okay. great news, yeah. Right. Well, for you, maybe. <laughs> oh, my life would be ruined. <laughs> love me some Dixie Chicks. Wide open spaces. Speaking of things that I love, uh, while, <laughs> while we were watching the game, uh, they played numerous commercials for this new uh, Jason Statham movie. Yeah. Jason Statham uh, Parker, I think it's called. But it, it doesn't even matter doesn't what matter, the movie's man. called because every Jason Statham movie is the exact same. Yeah. How does it, it go? This Friday. Hey, I'm Jason Statham, and basically I've been wronged. I used to work for a company, but then they screwed me out of a bunch of money. Now I'm coming for all of them, and I'm going to kill every single one. It's every plot of my movie. Seriously, look it up. Transporter. Transporter 2. Those are the only names that I remember. <laughs> Jason Statham is Jason Statham in another movie where Jason Statham plays Jason Statham. Hey man, I'm bald and I kick ass. He's bald and he kicks ass. Maybe in, your ass. In in the in the transporter, I'm basically an overpaid FedEx guy, but somehow I know a fuckload of karate. He's a FedEx guy that'll fuck you up. I'm no Jay- package or no package. I'm Jason Statham and even though I'm bald, I really want to continue dating a Victoria's Secret model. So please, come out and see my movie so I, so I continue making the same one over and over again. He'll kill you, shave your head, and then put your hair on his head. I really need the hair. I, I tried to go to the Bosley Hair Services. It wasn't working. They wronged me. So I went back and killed every one of them. Jason Statham is Bosley Killer. <laughs> this Friday. So, I mean... I, just... Also starring Clint Garbowski. <laughs> As the Clint Garbowski as cop number two. <laughs> well, well, hey, uh, Jason Satan, we uh, got a report that uh, that you've been uh, killing Bosley workers. Yes, I've been killing Bosley workers because they're supposed to take hair from my ass and put it on my head and make me look more like Justin Bieber. They didn't do that. They had to die. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I think you're under arrest, Statham. This might be your last Statham movie ever. You may think that, but Jason Statham may never die because guess what, motherfucker? Sylvester Stallone needs to make the... 
What's that damn movie that all the people are in? Jason Statham <laughs> in a movie where he forgets people who are in other movies. The Expendables. Yeah, that's right. That's the movie that I was thinking about. Also, star- also starring Ray Romano as Jason Statham's wife. Hey, uh, you never come home for dinner anymore. Uh, being married is tough. Man. Yes, I know. Being married to me is hard, but you haven't had sex with me in two weeks. Therefore, you've wronged me, and you have to die. Uh, come on. I got kids. <laughs> I know. They're my children. Spawn of the devils they are. I'll kill them as well. Ray Romano, Jason Statham, and Clint Garbowski in... What the fuck are we watching right now? So is that is that two impressions I can do now? Wow, that's a pretty good Statham, dude. Do you think that's a pretty good impression of Jason Statham? That's a great impression. There you go. That's actually that's great. You gotta I got to put that. I got two. Put it on the resume. I got two. I got Jason Statham. Oh, but they didn't hear that podcast because it got deleted. Uh, we we discovered in the Comedy Juice podcast that oh, I could do God. an impression of a Ron Jaworski. Oh yeah. Wait, no, but you did Ron Jaworski with Melissa Villasenor. Oh, that's right. I did. That's Sarah right. Sarah I did. Uh, but yeah. So no, right. We we got Ron Jaworski is one of the only other impressions I can do down the middle over the end Seahawks. Go to the Super Bowl. Oh God, I can't we handle. Hope. You know, you know. I was just. Who was I talking to this about? Oh, I was talking about with Patrick at the Bray Improv about oh, yeah, the, the uh, manager at the Bray Improv. All yeah. sports analysts and how in football they're all saying the same shit, you know, and then they all hate on somebody until they get good. Sure. Baseball, they're all just. It's just fucking redundant, you know. That's... Recycle because the season's six years long. Right. So they, you know, even five games in, they're like, okay, guys. World Series predictions. Because, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> like, and they all actually try to make predictions. In basketball, I'm noticing, though, and I'm getting the most pissed off at basketball because, especially at Magic Johnson, look, man, I know you own Fridays. I know you own movie theaters. I know you fucking beat AIDS. But, um, <laughs> and, oh, and, oh, yeah, you're a, world cha- a nine-time world champion. Yeah. But guess what, man? Um, you you got to, you know, Magic, I feel like, could explain basketball to, like, a ninth grader really well. Hell like, yeah. To a high school kid, he could tell them how to play the game right. Mm-hmm. But when we're watching, most people that watch basketball games know what the fuck's going on. Right. So we don't need you to really get into it and explain. And also, he's never actually making any sort of analysis. It's like, you know, Magic, now what do you think's uh, going to happen between the Lakers uh, going on from this point in the season? Well, the Lakers have Kobe Bryant, okay? And Kobe Bryant is a player who knows how to play the game. But Pau Gasol needs to understand that Kobe is the guy. And if he needs to be in the same facility that Kobe is playing basketball-wise, then the Lakers, if they can get on the same... Now, Dwight Howard is a guy <laughs> who knows how to play the game as well. But going on from here on out, we're just going to have to wait and see. And he's always... He did wait and see probably nine times. <laughs> like, what do you think about this game? He goes, well, they got players. These guys got players. They all got hearts beating inside their chest. And when, when that game comes on Friday, you better believe they're going to be ready to play. But... For now, we just have to wait and see. Well, yeah, dude. You can wait and see for <laughs> That's everything. what we all can do. We're all waiting to see. That's why we're going to fucking right. get ready to watch the game. And then when it happens, you go, well, we saw what happened, and you knew that we're going to come out and play defense. Yeah, motherfucker, because that's a part of basketball. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so, really starting to... Basically, what we're trying to say here is... Matt Johnson, come on the podcast and defend yourself, <laughs> is what I'm trying to what say. What we're trying to say is, if you've beaten AIDS, Adam Ray hates you. Whoa! I think that's pretty Whoa. safe. Whoa, cut to commercial break. Isn't that that safe Yo, to say? Yo, depressing dick. We need, a fucking, <laughs> we need another uh, fucking eulogy about now. 
<laughs> Holy shit! And that's and that's. Show's gonna end, fellas. I'm sorry. Uh, Jesus, Brad. No, no. And now we now I'm gonna have to dig up some other song that's gonna hurt my career when the movie comes out. We need something positive and uplifting right now. Wait, it's not positive that you don't like people that have, that have beat uh, life threatening diseases. You know what? You know what, Dick? Here, play this right now. Type in my name uh, plus uh, nieces and stand up. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, as he's doing that, let's uh, say our say our shit at Adam Ray Comedy, uh, AdamRayTV.com for my videos and the latest dwarf one. It's there the live one with the kids four down. Get ready to play. We'll, we'll close out on this only a minute. Um, I'll be at the Atlanta Improv headlining mm-hmm. January twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Hell yeah! Um, and then I will be um, at the Laugh Factory and Improv all this week. Check my site AdamRayTV.com for all the uh, dates and times, and hit me up for tickets. There you go. And I am BradWilliamsComedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad. I got uh, headlining dates coming up at the Hartford Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut, and then I'm actually doing two weeks in the Dallas area at nice. at Hyenas. At uh, Hyenas in Dallas and also Hyenas in Fort Worth. Brad Williams Comedy for all that information. Uh, this has been the About Last Night show. Let's go on a, out on a positive note. Well, this is, yeah. So, obviously, we just pimped a lot of stand-up dates. My nieces sure. are three years old. They're twin girls. Okay. And they uh, watched a clip of my stand-up for the first time and gave me some advice. Let's, let's check it out. And then this will be how we end the day. Something highlights oh, loneliness better <laughs> than the New Year's countdown, right? Oh, it's just the worst. It's just three, two, one. You have nobody, right? Okay, so the first time I've ever heard anything, now. Here's mm-hmm. your advice. Is that funny? Yeah. When you're single, man, you're really Would you guys go see me? Or- you want to see me live? But the two-drink minimum is a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Prices at comedy clubs should be cheaper. Yeah, like butt. Like butt. Yeah. Do you think I should wear that blue sweater all the time? Yeah. Do you think it makes me look like Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Do you think I should write all my jokes with my pants off? Yeah. <laughs> you think I should start wearing a ponytail on stage? Yeah. You think I should wear more than one pinky ring? Yeah. You think I should grow a mustache on my neck? Yeah. Do you think I should... Go in a poo poo go poo poo my butt on stage. Yeah. Think people would laugh at that? That's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty solid. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. You guys have given me a lot of advice today. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Adorable. That is adorable. That's how we end it. This has been the About Last Night show. We got Jaleel White as our next guest. Yes, Wednesday. Coming Jaleel back. White, Family Matters, his new show on Sci Fi Total Blackout. Tune in. So please try to remember our names in the morning. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.